0: Hello everybody and welcome to Letterboxd Book Club. I am Mackenzie and I'm Claire and this week we will be discussing in honour of Claire's birthday Dance of Thieves.
1: Yes by the time this is released it will be my birthday. Claire is entering her late 20s. (laughs) Late 20s era. It's going to be an era. It's going to be a fun time. You're going (laughs) to peak. Exactly it's only up from here. I just need a quick acknowledgement um I'm a little bit sick I guess I have a bit of a cold so I might sound a bit nasally um and that's just yeah my insecurity about it so leave me alone it is what it is <laughs> Kenzie's been sick on the potty many a times so this is my first time wow so like, a call out <laughs> this is just my first time I mean I'm not keeping count but anyway
0: seems like you are
1: <laughs> all right Kenzie would you please read the blur I will.
0: hold on no matter what you have to do survive no matter who you have to kill A formidable outlaw family that claims to be the first among nations a son destined to lead thrust suddenly into power three fierce young women of the rattan the queen's premier guard a legendary street thief leading a mission determined to prove herself and a dark secret that threatens the entire continent set in the world of the remnant chronicles when outlaw leader jace meets reformed thief Kazi, a cat and mouse game of false false moves ensues bringing them intimately together in a battle that may cost them their lives and their hearts. And I must say really quick, I when
1: I book got this, because I got this because it was floating around on TikTok, as a lot of our books are these days, I just th- I just thought it was a standalone book series in a fantasy world. So I wasn't aware that it was a part of like a chronicle series. Yes. Um, so th- that's my bad. But yeah, so think of this book as like the Six of Crows to Shadow and Bone. You don't necessarily need to have read the other remnant chronicles books in order to i suppose read this but um it all made sense in the end it's just a lot of like historical stuff that you'd probably gain a lot more knowledge from reading the remnant chronicles but oh well still enjoyed it nonetheless thoughts feelings emotions <laughs> <laughs> um i really enjoyed it i liked it i found that it had a lot of tension but not like just like the sexual tension or anything but just like as the blurb suggests, like the cat and mouse game, because like so much that was at stake for either side between Kazzy and Jace, like there was always a moment where I thought, oh, someone's going to fuck it up and then it's just going to cause a huge scene. But a little disappointed that the dark secret that threatens the entire continent was just kind of brushed over and solved relatively quickly so far, but there, they, there is a setup for the second book, so I suppose there's going to be more towards that. Enjoyed it nonetheless. What about you, Kinsey?
0: Thoughts, feelings, emotions. I thoroughly enjoyed this book. Uh, As you know, I've been listening to the audiobook whilst at work this week. And I found myself... I know that I have spoken before about how with audiobooks I find myself drifting off sometimes and thinking about other things. But I was utterly enthralled by this book. I uh, love the genre of fantasy without, though, like magic...
1: Yeah, yeah, I get that. Like, it is a fantasy universe, but it's really a love story. Yeah, I don't want to call it
0: medieval, but it is yeah a fantasy world. So I enjoy a fantasy love story. I do want to shout out a special uh, thing that I enjoyed about the book, being that Kazi is seventeen, so they didn't. I noticed that they did not have sex. Yes, because Jace is older. Yes. And I just thought that that was a nice little touch because so often people just ignore that and that irks me the wrong way. <laughs> I suppose especially in fantasy because fantasy is
1: a whole different sort of like meta of rules yes. and all that stuff. Yes,
0: and I also enjoyed that uh, he wasn't 500 years old.
1: Yeah, I I keep forgetting throughout the book that like, yeah, they're only 17 and he's like 19 and like yeah. they've gone through so much tumultuous like journeys and it's like they're only 17 and 19 like yeah. their
0: whole life ahead of them yeah but I really enjoyed it there were moments where I thought it was dragging on a little bit and again always as is the case in lots of books our communication should have been key of course of course but I, but I
1: suppose this is also kind of I think described as like an enemies to lovers so of course you need yeah. that sort of like communication mishap drag out
0: I, th- I just think it was dragged out a little too much at some point but...
1: yeah yeah and it wasn't as action-packed as I would have thought but yeah. um again I think ultimately it is just like a fantasy love story think of it as like a modern day gang love story you know and I kept oh yeah and I also kept forgetting throughout the book that they were 17 and 19 because so it's like I was like towards the end when um oh, I suppose just everything coming to the conclusion and I'm like I for- have I forgotten, like, what age they were? Like, well, Yeah. I, you know, I was like, are we sure these guys are 19 and 17? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're too powerful. Yeah. But the Remnant Chronicles just must hit different.
0: Yes. I'm very excited because I didn't realise that it was a... Uh, what is it a duology or a... This one's a duology, yeah, yes. so I didn't realise that it was and I was getting towards the end and I was just thinking, that this is not being wrapped up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm sure we may do the sequel of Thieves thieves perhaps next week, huh? I can read it in a week. Yeah, I can read it in a week. (laughs) I promise this time. I promise. I've read four books
0: this week, so.
1: I know, you fucking powered through. (laughs) I'm like, Kenzie. Or I've read technically three. Yeah. To be fair, my, my three was Dance of Thieves and then two smaller books compared to you. But, like, you're smashing through the pages. Alrighty, before we dive into, like, the nitty-gritty of the plot and stuff, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna do what we did with another, like, potty episode. We're just gonna go through a list of characters that we may or may not mention, but we acknowledge that are prominent within this book. So we, co- we of course, have Kazzy of Brightmist. She is our main lead female protagonist. We have the outlaw Jace Ballinger who is the semi-antagonist slash lover, I guess. Then we have Cassie's friends, Ren, Sinovi. um, And then we have Jace's, like, family more so. So we've got, like, Mason, Gunner, Priya, Jalene, Lydia, Nash, and his cousin Paxton. There is an honorable mention to the Queen and the King, although we didn't really know their names until towards the end, yeah. so I'm not – I don't really kind of – care about that and yeah then we've got captain elorian who is always mentioned i assume that's how you pronounce his name as well yeah, kenzie yeah. or the watch captain and zane and perhaps a couple of other miscellaneous characters that you know hold no real value i guess <laughs> <laughs> i've already forgotten who that so dance of thieves is a a book that has follows two point of views. We have Kazi and we have Jace. Kazi is a reformed thief and she works
0: Rattan, which is, I don't know, the Queen's personal... Yeah, soldiers. the high,
1: the most el- elite Queen's guard, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, they go I'd on say. missions for the Queen. Alongside Ren and Sanovi. And so they are tasked with investigating a war criminal... And it's suspected that he is residing in a place called Tor's Watch. And then Jace, his family, outlaw family, has isn't recognised as like a kingdom area as such. Mm. So he overs- oversees Tours Watch and other settlement locations. And so Kazi is there to suss, out, suss that out. And of course she runs into Jace, who is a new leader because his father had just died. He's like a patre. He's a patre, yeah. And within his own world is always at risk from other criminal like warlords. Yeah. And I and guess leagues and yeah stuff. you would
0: describe a patriot I just saw as a lord. I was thinking kind of Game of Thrones style of storytelling, you know, he's the lord in the north or whatever, something like that. Yeah, for sure. But of
1: course with the power of his family come with great risks from outsiders and stuff trying to undermine his rule. So he is battling with that conflict. He's in a vulnerable state right now, just with his father just dying which is quite a depressing way to start a book as well like at the death of a family member and yet then their worlds
0: kind of intertwine and their adventure
1: begins so
0: uh yeah so Kazi is in they're in hell's mouth which is so what tors watch is the land i think tors watch is the is the actual like
1: Civilization, oh yeah, more so than the land. Yeah, and then Hell's Mouth is a nice town within. Because in the letter to the Queen, she's like, "We're in Tor's Mouth. Oh, yes. Tor's Watch, Tor's Watch. Sorry, <laughs> Tor's Mouth." <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it's more like, or even so, it's more of maybe Jace's family's private
0: like estate, perhaps. Yes. That's right. Yeah. So then they go into Hell's Mouth and Oh, they're just investigating, talking to merchants, trying to get an idea of where these um this captain might be. There's a
1: lot of like history and reminiscence throughout these early chapters as well. Like a lot of semi world building for people who haven't read this book who haven't yeah. who haven't read the Remnant Chronicles and stuff.
0: I yeah, I didn't feel like I was missing anything and I didn't feel like I n- was particularly seeking out more information as well. I just felt like I was very well thrown into the universe. And it was just very well written the way um, everything was described and I could visualize what was happening, which was good because I know, yeah, sometimes with books within an already established universe you do notice that you're missing information. But yeah, so they're looking for information um, and they come across... The Patre and his Straza, which is his personal guard, and they're all, all a little bit hungover. Um, and then eventually, I won't go into the nitty gritty, but uh, Jace and Kazi are captured by labour hunters. So, which are, uh, yeah, just bad people who steal other humans to go and sell them into working. Very like much sites. trigger warning human trafficking vibes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. See, I thought that this was going to be, like, the grunt of the book. Like, the labour hunters, like, they're going to go somewhere mm. and they're going to, like, escape together and not escape. Same. Like, I thought it was part... going to be about, yeah, where they get taken. Be, be, yeah. But I don't mind in the beginning of a book where, like, the antagonist – because he's not really an enemy enemy yet until no. you learn more information, yeah. I guess. And
0: I don't think he ever is the enemy. No. Yeah.
1: I suppose they're just on the wrong... They're all just on got different, different sides, perspectives, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I love it when, like, yeah, the hero and the antagonist are kind of shoved together and forced to work yeah. together from the get-go. It's always so fun. Yeah.
0: And it is, um, yeah, set up from the start that Cassie is a reformed thief, but um, she still does manage to... Uh, you know, like, pickpocket things and steal minor things. Like, she steals some oranges from a merchant yeah. by juggling them and playing tricks and then, like, putting some into a bag. So it's set up that she has fine, nimble fingers.
1: Yes, and it is set up that she is, like, one of the, the most notorious thieves in Vendra. Yeah. Um, and she has a nickname called Ten yes. because of the Ten Fingers because of past ruler would cut off the fingertips of petty thieves and stuff. Yeah, so. you get caught. So, yeah, she's pretty dexterous. She's a very good rogue.
0: So, yeah, she gets into a fight with the labor hunter and manages to steal the keys because they're all chained together in this wagon. There's there's Jace, Kazzy, and a few others. Yeah, a
1: few randos. And, they're act- and Jace and Kazzy are chained together, which is, I feel like it's a bit better than the one-bed trope almost. I don't mind, like, the chained-together thing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they're chained so, yeah. together by their ankles. Um, Ooh, and they've managed, forced to work yeah, together. Yeah, they manage to escape with the, and then unlock their hands. Because I think their hands are shackled as well, but they've managed to get unlocked yeah. and the other people escape. But then there's a big fight and Kazzy and Jace are unable to remove their ankle chain. Because, of course, they can't
1: so. <laughs> under the duress and the need to get away. And then, like, yeah, for them, oh, a good chunk of the first part of the book is just Jason, and Kazzy wandering back to a settlement which Kazzy is under the impression is not Jace's family's settlement because they want like a neutral territory to part ways so yeah a lot of the time it's just them kind of getting along and just talking um Kazzy has a couple of nice little hobbies she loves riddles and so she's been telling Jace riddles throughout the entire time um and him guessing um, which is cute and I think they end up, like, kissing and making out yes, and stuff because, at some point.
0: yeah, I think they there's a bit of tension. And they decide, you know, while we're out here... Because I assume because from when his father died, he said in two weeks he's getting entombed or something. Like, it's when he's, he's finally oh, yeah. laid to rest. So that gives you the idea, because they get back on the day he's being put in the tomb. So, yeah, they've yeah. had two weeks together. So they have... Yeah, that's a long time to just be the two of you travelling. Um, so, yeah, they decide to, well, let's just make the best of it. Yes, the best
1: of it. That is, like, the common uh, motif sentence throughout the entire book. Make the best of it. I love it. And, yeah, so it turns out uh, they do reach a settlement after, yeah, almost, like, a couple of weeks because, yeah, yeah, Jace is stressing the fuck out being, like, I need to be home Uh, because his absence is causing a bit of tension back home as well because – the new Patre is nowhere to be seen, it's a sign of weakness, his family's his power is vulnerable. He needs to be there putting all the plans into place for his father. So they get back in time, of course.
0: And I loved the scene. I do Yeah, the scene of them working together through everything as well, and then when they're being chased and Jace is carrying her, and then they oh, find yeah, out yeah. about the wish oh, stalks, yeah. that have healing properties...
1: And like, oh yeah, him saving her in the river as yeah. well as they're floating by because she doesn't know how to swim. Yeah,
0: I really love, sorry, in the types of books, uh, it's not magic, but herbalism for healing. Yeah. I love that sort of um, trope for things.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, a lot of this book is, even though it is a fantasy and there is like magic out there, yeah. it is not heavily written in this, in the series so far, which is great. Cause again, at the end of the day, you strip it all back, and it is just like an outlaw love story. Yeah. You know the the young girl and the bad guy. Yeah. Seemingly bad
0: guy. So yeah, They get back, and I loved this. Was probably one of my favorite scenes of them. How they're being ushered through the halls, and they're getting like cleaned up as they go. Yeah. Someone's handing them yeah. hot towels and washing cell, Someone's found her dress, and
1: yeah, and Jay- no one's yeah. like no one's causing a big deal like oh this is a return chick what the fuck are you Yay. doing and it's like all right we don't care about th- we just need the formalities let's yeah, go we need, a s- we need to changed. we need a safe face yeah i loved it it was great it was so good but then this is where like the real as the blurb described it cat and mouse game began yes and it became really tense kind of ever since as well so kazi being a return soldier and who's from vendra 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 Ven, vendra then no. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't matter. Sorry, I I have sickness, fog brain. I That's my excuse. Yeah, so, like, Jace can't let her go, otherwise... Because the, they have tensions with the other kingdoms surrounding them yeah. because their land isn't recognised. Yeah, because they're
0: yeah, trying to get recognised as their own
1: kingdom. And their borders are very dubious. And just also, just internal conflicts at, at home are happening, like settlements are being burned down and all that type of stuff. But yeah, so Kazzy is recognised as a guest and everyone kind of, Jace's whole family kind of susses that like there's a romantic interest between them from the get-go, yeah. which I found a little annoying because it's like your father just died or his father just died and he just went off and he's come back with a girl. Yeah, It's like, uh... but yeah, so if, if Jace just lets her go, Kazzy would it would cause perhaps a bit of power weakness which would make the family vulnerable to outsiders but um you know and if kazi hurts somehow hurts jace obviously the family would have more conflict with uh, ventra as well and it would have just been a whole mess so they had to have to play it safe and smart because ultimately it's in jace's best interest to like you know
0: have a have a united front you know yeah i saw because when i was looking up the book um, trying to get a, like, oh, what's it all about before I just jump right into it. I sort like, one of the things was saying how the trope of fake dating yes. was one of the tropes. And, I mean, I guess you could call it... It didn't come across to me as fake dating. It just came across as, yeah, they liked each other. Well, they loved each other, but they weren't communicating that to each other. Because I yeah. understand that, yeah, she went along with it for her own benefit as well. I wish... Kind of wish we'd had a chapter or a scene where they'd had that discussion.
1: Like, this is for our own benefit. We have to, like, yeah, look like we're a couple. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a minute moment, I think, because in the beginning, yeah, Kazzy punched Jason in the, in the face, and, like, everyone's like, oh no, the parterre got punched, whatever. And then, like, they kissed in front of everybody yeah. as, like, a uh, reaction to that to show that they're, like, in love and blah, blah, blah. I feel like that moment itself was that kind of conversation. But yeah, I would have loved a bigger scene where it was like a, where they talked about a more broader plan, like, all right. Oh, but to be fair, he doesn't know her intentions anyway. So yeah. anyway, yeah, messy. But Kazzy, she can,
0: she she's adaptable, I guess, because she's had to be. I guess because, yeah, she wants information out of him in the end.
1: Yes. She just wants to, yeah, use his resources in order to suss out where this captain is. Yes. Who, I never
0: understood the significance of this captain. <laughs>
1: he, he caused, he was like a mass murderer. He caused like a, masseter, a mass masseter, massacre. Oh, um, in like, yeah. In like, oh, in like, yeah. He like, was
0: behind that big.
1: Yeah, yeah. In like the Morrigan plans and stuff. I believe it's in the Sentinel Valley. So yeah, he caused that. He's a fugitive.
0: He's been on the run for ages. And yeah. And we know where he ended up. Yes. <laughs> And also, yeah, I'm not sure uh, Jace was aware of...
1: No, he was known to... He was known as someone completely different to Jace. Like, Jace referred to him as Beaufort. Yeah. And he was, like, Captain Elorian. Yeah. Unless it was Beaufort Elorian. Yeah, because B.I. Um, I'm not
0: sure. Ah, uh, yes, there we go.
1: I was like, why but is I he guess, Yeah, to because Beaufort? Tor's Watch know. is
0: a separate entity unto itself. Um, They wouldn't have known. And pretty much... Yeah, then... Uh, yeah, pretty much a good chunk like
1: majority of this book is like Cassie and Jace and her friends or compatriots are like yeah, invest subtly investigating figuring things out um, they've negotiated a settlement to be rebuilt because Jace pays uh, makes the Vendron community folk pay an exorbitant amount of tax mm. due to quote-unquote trespassing but you don't have defined borders so like where's the line yeah <laughs> and so Kazi was able to manipulate her way to like all right you got to rebuild the settlement and move it to a different place but then that might conflict with like the king of Iceland or something like Island,
0: that
1: yeah Elandia yeah that's it so yeah a lot of more political conflicts ensue but um she also negotiates that Jace himself has to help build the settlement which he does he he doesn't really go back on his word and so, yeah, a lot of it is just, like, character development and sneakiness. Of course, Kazzy's friends, Ren and Sanovi, also kind of start falling for current Jace's brothers and stuff, because we love that. We love friends and, like, <laughs> yeah. keep it in the family. Yeah. So Sonovi and Mason kind of get it on at some point.
0: Um, oh, it's not uh, explicitly written. No, 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 But, yeah, it's impl- it's implied. <laughs> it's heavy, heavy imp- implication yes. there. And then Wren
1: seems to have some sort of entanglements or at least feelings for Samuel and Amal? Amel. Emil I yeah. I think they're twins. So like, <laughs> twins Basil, twins. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so Kazin um, attends like a lot of family dinners and functions. They meet with the family. They go on tours around the estate. They go to all these, like, there's, like, a
0: black cottage, there's, like, a tunnel, there's vaults, there's all this types of stuff. Yeah. Did you, I don't know if it's in the book, because I have the audio book, there's these chapters that are from a third uh, point of view and it's kind of explaining the history. Oh, yes, yes, yep. yes. Yep.
1: Yep. Um, I kind of skimmed over that, yes. not got to Well, I couldn't. Although, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you had no choice. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Jace was, in his chapters, he was very indulgent in telling Kazi about the Ballinger history and how they were a family of the of the ancients and like this land like truly does kind of belong to them yeah oh and Kazi also subtly negotiates or at least manipulates um a letter to the queen in order to for her to visit in
0: order to recognize the land I know because it's kind of told to us that what she wrote it was a secret message but did you think that she was putting a secret message in (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm like, fuck no, the Queen's not going to go anywhere near there. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I suppose, again, he's 19. Like, he's going to, like, light, light his eyes up at the thought of a Queen recognising his dingy little town. Yeah. But, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, I knew she was never going to come. Yeah. I know this is revealed towards the end, but did you... Because when Kazi said at the end, oh, she, just, she can't
0: travel, did you think she was, like, ill or sick? Uh... Yeah, I thought she was ill when she was saying, oh, yeah, she can't travel. Or I thought maybe she's already dead or something. Because I imagined, yeah, an old queen. Frail. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like, like good old Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> nah, and it was a quite quite
1: a surprise when we learned that she was pregnant as well. But yeah.
0: yeah. And then they just throw in the, oh, yeah, she miscarried her first child or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, honestly,
1: yeah. A bit of a downside is a lot of, like, little bits of information towards the end, like the king's name, King Jackson. Like, I don't give a fuck about you, sir. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't give a fuck about you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Jason, Kazzy, and Co play nice. Kazzy has two other friends that were able to weasel their way into the estate. Uh, Nadia and Eben, they play as
0: cooks. Uh, hus- to Kazi, it was a guise of husband and wife, but they're mm, actual husband their and wife, husband. which was I cute. thought, yeah, that was cute. But then, because I think it was implied that either Ren or Sanove I think Ren... Yeah, had a yeah. thing for Eben. Yeah. Or they had past relations. And then I think that that was just brushed over a little bit. I was like, oh, okay. I suppose. I mean, she has she has Samuel and or
1: Amal now. Like, she has twins. She's got two for one, baby. She has options. She does. She does. <laughs> so, yeah, that was actually quite funny, you know, watching Nadia and Eb- – did, did you say Eben? Eben, yeah. I, I was like Eben, Ugh, Eben. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of manipulate their way through because Jace is trying to also seemingly make Kazzy feel comfortable but also kind of impress her because mm. he hired these uh, cooks um, in order to make food from her homeland, which is very, very sweet, actually. Mm. Um so, yeah, what else big happens? They they build the settlement. That's yeah, they kind of rebuild like one of the, main the things. settlement for the Vendon people. And and there's a guy named, I think, Seamus. That's how... I, C-E-A-M-U-S. I'm going to assume oh, it's Seamus. Oh, yeah, Seamus. Yeah, Seamus. That was sh- it was
0: Seamus in mine. Again, kind of a relevant side mission. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's part of, I guess, yeah, like they in could the name have just, of the treaty. Yeah, again, it could have just mentioned that they'd gone and rebuilt. Like, I don't think we did. Oh, yeah, because they had that person... That girl come up to Kazi and call her ten. Yeah. And Kazzy and was like, is like you're what? mistaken. And Jace is like, what? And Kazzy's like, ha ha, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, next.
1: <laughs> but it's also good little bits of character development for Jace, because Kazi gets to see like a more generous side of him. But to be fair, you force this generous hand from him by, by negotiating this rebuild. So like... I don't understand why because i think she probably started to like him a little bit more because you know oh he's helping but it's like you forced him to help yeah (laughs) but again that she's 17 he's 19 yes the young
0: kids who cares yes i she had i'd like to believe that's because he was in love with her but i feel like she had so much power in this settlement yeah how ironic yeah yeah and it was just because he was like oh you're so sexy i love you (laughs) (laughs) like
1: (laughs) yes baby i'll do whatever you want Mm nice submissive submissive little patre we love it yes <laughs> but no one else would dare you know yeah no one else would demand, from demand just... that
0: from the
1: patre all it takes is a pretty face yeah <laughs> and he has a cute moment with a kid named Carrie, who you know they talk about him his education or lack thereof and so as part of like the the banter of in- extra interest Jace hires hires a teacher to, you know, oversee the education once the settlement yeah. is built. and then
0: says that they'll, um, mm. teach the adults as well. Exactly, yeah, and it's so cute. Yeah, which is um, lovely.
1: One of my favourite scenes as well was, like, they were all having dinner and you got like, because there was, like, 30 Ballingers and then the 30 like, v- Vendors, vendrins, or whatever. Vendons. Like, I don't even know. vendens And it's like, I was just hoping for, like, Jace or Kazzy to, like, sit with the other just to kind of Yeah, but then they merge. get... But they danced, yeah, yes, they danced it was so cute. in the cute. middle. Oh, almost forgot, um, Kazzy was snooping around some tunnels and she got bit by poisonous dogs. Oh, yes. So that's, that's fun. Good. And that caused a bit of a
0: tiff between Jace and, and Kazzy And you know because... how I feel about people being injured and then doing things. <laughs> <laughs> it was very... A lot of sexual tension. Yes. Then. And just, oh, he was so caring. But I just also... Yeah, poisonous dogs, what the fuck? Um, yeah, like, Jesus. But there were so many things, like... That oh, what were you doing down in the tunnels? And then his family's like, oh, you like we said that you'd yeah. we, you'd oh we told her that you'd give her a tour. So it's your fault because you were busy in business meetings. So she went by herself. They covered for her. Yeah, and they don't even know so what she was doing down times there. when she yeah just lied and he was just like okay. <laughs> but to be fair, he also lied as well. Like
1: it was it's a back and forth of lying. True see that's the frustrating and tension about it because like ugh, yeah. someone's gonna break who is it yeah but yeah I was a bit bewildered when I think his mother was like oh yeah you said you were gonna take her on a tour and it's like why are you coming for her right now yeah but I suppose they're still trying to save face and look powerful in front of the settlement but yeah back to the rebuilding a settlement yeah they were dancing it was cute and it was described as her she wasn't paying she was just paying attention to Jace but like she heard other people dancing around her which was nice a good bonding moment for everybody. Yes,
0: and I, again, his family seems so lovely because when they went into town, they just took her to go and get dresses made for her and stuff. So it's like, is this your daughter now? Like, <laughs> yeah, they've adopted her. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they've already proclaimed her as the daughter-in-law. It's fine. Yeah, it was. I found it was very quick
0: from the family as well to accept her and be like, I, I'm thinking maybe because. If Jace is like the oldest son or whatever, or now he's the tray it's kind of expected of him to
1: take a partner, or perhaps it is to look strong and also to keep up. The yeah, because Ballinger he said, line. yeah, at
0: the at, from the top when they got back to his father's funeral, he said, everyone's like, "Where are you?" and he's like, "Oh, I'm making sure that there's Ballinger line goes on."
1: Yeah,
0: idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and he's only nineteen.
1: You, your whole up ahead of your bud. Relax. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> So, yeah, but, yeah, the poisonous dogs were rough. Jesus.
0: Oh, no. I mean, a lot of it is filler. But so all throughout it, Kazzy is telling us about, the reader, um, about a Parvizy, Parvizy driver? Prav- uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it like Parivy? Uh, Parvizy. Parvizy driver.
0: Parvizy yeah. driver, yeah. Um, who came and stole her mother in the middle of the night when she was six, claiming... I'll get a good price for you. So it was a labour hunter. Um, and he wanted Kazi as well, but she was hiding under the bed. Yep. Yeah. She's
1: often very triggered throughout the book in seeing, like, yeah, the Provisi drivers or their wagons are suspected of that stuff.
0: Yeah, so she's talking about this Provisi driver who came and stole her mother. Um, and when she was six and now she's 17, so she keeps saying about how she, for 11 years she's been searching yeah. for him. Um, and then it turns out Jace knows him. Because Jace gives her,
1: like, an extra tour down, like, a secret area. And she recognises these wagons. And, yeah, the Provisi are, like, illegal merchants or so selling illegal goods. Um, or... Oh, no. Not, not necessarily... Because Jace described Zane, which we learn is the Provisi sure? driver yeah. who took Kazi's mum. He described him as a
0: flesh trader. Yeah. But I think flesh trader... and. I think everyone is a different upon, in itself yeah, flesh trader, but I think it's just yeah the provizzi's like steal goods to resell and stuff like that. Yep,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure. So it is learnt that Jace Taur's watch is pretty much a home base for them, and they come and go, and they also sell their goods in Jace's like. It's described as an arena, but yeah. it's quite an elaborate marketplace. Yeah, a business sector, I guess. And while, yeah, this is all happening, Jace is is wanting to negotiate with some bad folks about making weapons and finding a cure for, like, a fever cure because we learned that his younger siblings died from that. So now we have... This is also where, like, tension and, like, the lying and the deceiving and, like, you should just communicate and tell the truth to each other. This is where it all starts to play out, really. So Jace taking in Kazzy's... Um, like back life story about the Provisio driver and stuff. Recognizes her description of him, even though he, in her face, he straight up lied to her about like not knowing him or not knowing any driver of that description. He recognizes him to be Zane, which is someone like I think Jace has that runs like all the sus errands and stuff. Like he is, he is
0: the I know a man type of person. (laughs) So then Jace finds him and, like, kind of... And he finds out the truth of what happened, which she did take her, but then her mum died on the road. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. Um, and then he like he, he's going... He has him uh, imprisoned, like, tied up somewhere. Um, and he's going to tell Kazi. if he just needs to find the right time and place. But while this is all going down kazzy uh and sonove and ren and Eben, and natia are all planning their this is how we're going to capture the captain and five others i think that are conspiring with him yeah because they because one night
1: kazzy was looking at like a cottage i forget what it's called dark cottage uh, yeah and she saw someone like sneak in there and she asked jace about it one night and he's like oh it's just a groundskeeper it was like cool whatever fucking liar liar (laughs) lie number two jace lie number two um and also in the meantime like the queen has written her quote-unquote letter back saying that um she's on her way see you in a month bullshit but we knew that so everyone is low-key excited for that as well but yes, uh, Kazi and her crew are trying to create a little scheme in order to arrest these folks.
0: Yes, and while when Kazi was injured by being bitten by the dogs, uh, she is given a I don't know some powder to put in a drink, which is a um it takes the pain away, but it birch, birch wing? Yeah, but it takes the pain away, but it's also a sedative. And because Eben and Natia are posing as the cooks, they conspire to put it in the Ballinger's food to knock them out so that they can grab the captain and his friends and escape. Yes. And of
1: course, we learnt that, like, Ren almost fucked it up because I think Mason or Gunner or someone was like, oh, we heard Ren put in an order for, like, a huge dose.
0: But again, Jace was just like, oh, maybe she got the measurements wrong. Like,
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause like when Mason gave her the dosage for Kazzy, like Ren was adamant that he never told her how much was a dose. Yeah. But then Mason said to Jace, Oh, I gave her four doses. Yeah, I worth. told her that it was four doses. So I don't know who to believe. Yeah. Ren is sus. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that I realise it. So yeah, a lot a lot of's happening. There's a lot of like little power moves are at play. Or oh, also at the settlement the one that they rebuilt. They were also attacked yes. by some folks. We learnt later they were hired... Were they hired
0: by Zane? Uh, we are, we are assuming so. Well, actually, no, we don't know because I think... I'll tell you who I think it was later. No,
1: Zane hired the, la- the slave hunters... Labour hunters in the beginning.
0: Yes. That I know, but no one knows about this attack. But they recognise that one of the... Uh, people with them was Ghislaine's lover or Uh, sweetheart. Betrothed or something? No, so she she says that she didn't love him. She was just like, oh, I just liked his affections. I just using him. But yeah, so I think, well, well, who do you think is still sus out of the whole thing? Uh, Paxton. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) so I think it was all organized by Paxton because Paxton wants to be Patrick. Or even the king.
1: Because we saw that interaction with Paxton, like they seem pretty cosy with each other. And I think the king, yeah, obviously the king as well is playing dumb, because he's like a lousy king farmer. Yeah, that the
0: king doesn't know what's happening, but Paxton is like, I'm doing this for the king, like.
1: Yeah. To get it his good favour. Yeah, for the kingdom. But yeah, Paxton is
0: sus. So yeah, the elaborate scheme, it is dinner time. They are... Uh... Um, Kazzy and Ren and Sinovay are under the impression that Eben and Natia have uh, laced their Ballinger's food. Um, and so they, the Ballinger's are all getting a bit sleepy, and then James is, so they're all retiring to their chambers for the night, and James is a bit stumbly, and so Kazzy takes him back to his chambers, puts him in bed and says something in Venden to him, which we later found out is, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, has he already said it at this point? Ooh,
1: good question. No. Oh. I think it's when he was captured by her. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyway, so then, um, they're sneaking out. Ren and Sonove and, uh, Eben and Tia and Kazi got the people. Blah, blah, blah. And then they are sprung by the Ballingers and the Straza and one million other people. Because they're yeah, like, Jesus. what the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this is all because Ren, because Ren. had... Oh, yeah.
0: And that they were acting sus as well at dinner. Well, the night, the morning, in the morning at breakfast, acting sus.
1: I think, I think Nadia and even were they were sus with their overjoyous conversations, probably with Kazzy and stuff. Hell ensues. Jason, Jace, Jace Kazzy have a bit of like a, a standoff moment. It's like giving because me the then knife. they bring
0: Zane out and they're like, "Yo, this is the guy who took your mum." Yeah. Did you think she was gonna trade? Yeah, Yeah, and they're like, we'll trade you him for all the people you're trying to take.
1: And this is where I get frustrated kind of with Jace because it's like, you're harbouring fugitives, my guy. Not that he knew that, but again, we forget in this moment like he is an outlaw family. He he steals from quote-unquote trespassers and all that. Um, His whole estate is like one dodgy business deal and he's working with people to make weapons and stuff it's like we don't trust this guy
0: but he's also like he's working with people to make weapons but the people making these weapons are also planning on double crossing him <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's just it's just
1: it's just a mess whole whole mess
0: so yeah so she takes jace as well and should we just spoil the end yeah let's just go for yeah. it so they end up back at the Queen. And then the Queen's like, you know, like, she says uh, to Kazzy, she's like, okay, well, tell me Mama. about Jace. Like, tell me about this extra prison that you've brought me. And kazi tells her the whole story. And then the Queen is saying, you know what, like, I'll give you your kingdom. I'll recognise Taur's Watch as its own kingdom or whatever, the first kingdom. Chloe. Um, Chloe. But, like, will you, how do I know that you're not going to, like, go back to your outlaw ways or whatever? And he's like, Chloe. you don't. And then so the Queen's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to send an ambassador. Ha, ha, ha. Like, Kazzy, will you take this position? Because Jace, like, has always has always asked her, like, stay with me, like, stay with me forever, blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, they didn't want this kind of to end. They didn't want to leave each other. They yeah. didn't want to separate.
0: So knowing that when Kazzy took Jace, yeah. did you think that she took him because she's like, I know that this is what the Queen is going to do, or was it just luck of the draw?
1: I think she had no other choice. I think she couldn't just let him go in that moment. She had to kind of be stubborn and I think she was very, very rightly pissed off about this whole situation and upset so, I even if it was just for spite, even like, I didn't think like he was, she was going to send him to the Queen, like, he, like they could have been like, alright, Jace, you can go now at this point.
0: Or I thought that yeah, maybe halfway <coughs> back or whatever, she'd like let him go and be like, run, like in the middle of the night or something, she'd let him escape.
1: Yeah, I think during, yeah, the, his capture with her, I think it's when he says, I love you. I don't quite, quite remember. It's like, is that what you wanted to hear type of thing? Um, So, yeah, that was also a very tense journey because, like, again, I know Nadia and Eben and Sonovi or Natia, sorry, they all had everybody covered, but I always felt that, like, the captain would have done something stupid or... And, like, Sanofi had, like, this... Pr- bad not relationship but she knew one of the prisoners who killed her family and like she was ready to just rip him a new one which she ends up you know killing him in one of the most gruesomest ways possible which is really cool yeah. <laughs> but yeah so it was very tense and then we learnt throughout that journey as well that like the captain wasn't making a cure for the fever no or whatever, he just for Jace. said that
0: to get in and of, of
1: course Jace is now like he doesn't know who to trust, but like you're an outlaw, so like no one inherently trusts you anyway. So it's like a weird kind of gamble. But yeah, the Queen hears Jace out, Jace, yeah, doesn't trust himself. And then what annoyed me at the end almost, is um they were just kinda of, like happy to be together again. Yeah. Like it's like you would like you were angry at him yeah. for ages. And also like, despite
0: everything that happened. Like with Zayn and everything. What because they, love- they were obviously in love with each other. Like, what if it hadn't all gone arse up, what was stopping Kazi from staying and just sending the people back with Sinove and Wren and Even and Natia? Like, the prisoners? Yeah. And then she could have written a letter to the Queen like, yo, I fell in love, bitch.
1: I think it's just perhaps the, the Ballinger family would have seen... Because it was all about, like, the jurisdiction of the law... Like, they're in... Like, the prisoners were in Tor's Watch. Not that the family, I think, knew about the history and what they've done. They just see them as citizens of Tor's Watch and that, like, yeah, the Queen has no jurisdiction here. I think it's more of that. So they, I reckon the family would have been pissed off with Kazi anyway. Despite being in love, I think they would have been like, well, yeah, you're trying to impede on our sovereignty. So, no. That's just my thoughts. What about you? Would you have obviously thought that she sh- could have just stayed?
0: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen her just stage but oops she's very strong-willed and
1: stubborn i don't think she would do that just for love and i think
0: yeah it's i have to remember as well that she's only 17 and that the queen saved her essentially so she does have loyalty to the queen that's like another yeah. mother figure to i wasn't her. expecting yeah the queen to be as nice as she was because again yeah, yeah i was expecting like an older more like frail queen young
1: rejuvenated lady who has who is now a baby who is a mother i think in the beginning of the book we see Kazi reminisces of like days of training i think she was a bit hard the queen was a bit harsh in the training but it's just to make her stronger and to make her prepared to be a soldier so but like in terms of actual respect as a person yeah she comes across as very motherly so yeah and then yeah we learn the names of king jackson like Sir, I don't care about you. <laughs> and then we learn her real name. Her like she's like Queen um oh, yeah. Yes, it's like it was like Jezalia or something like that. Ultimately the Captain Elorian and all that, um, obviously is gonna be sentenced and stuff. And they'll be paying their dues. Face <coughs> the noose. Face the noose. Although two people did die, as we just said. One of the I forget the name, but one of the guys, sinove knows, she killed got him killed. Bar and Phineas, yeah. Bar and Phineas, and Phineas was like a scholar, and he turned his back on his people yeah. essentially.
0: And he's told Jace, he's like, "It all starts with the stars." And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "What, what does that this? mean?"
1: Also, cute at the end where like Jace promised Kazi a riddle, and he tells her the riddle. Did you ever try and guess the riddles? It's got to be love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah. love or heart or yeah. something. Because uh, holding, tapping yeah. his holding his chest. Or something. Yeah, like my heart or something. And then we are left with a nice little cliffhanger. Yes. The bird was dead. He'd seen it all from the sky. A dozen arrows had followed in flight. One had found its bark in the bird's breast. He scooped it up with his bony fingers and cradled the bird. Its neck was broken and the head fell in an elegant swoon over his arms. He already knew the note attached to its leg. He already knew what the note attached to its leg said. He'd stood behind... Jelaine as she wrote it. Ooh, I wonder who that would be. Jace, Kazzy, anyone, come, please. Samuel's dead. They're, they're banging the door. I have to cut off. He'd known she wouldn't have time to finish the note. She'd barely had time to release the bird. He looked down to where the arrow pierced its strained breast. He gripped the shaft and pulled it from the bird. A spray of downy white feathers floated to the ground. He didn't know if it would help, but he had promised Jelaine... And he always kept his promises. He lifted the bird to his mouth, whispered against the feathers. Not yet, not today. Then he threw the bird into the air. Its wings snapped taut, catching the current, and it flew away from Tor's watch. So, for right now, I think I'm a little confused. <laughs> so, did he infiltrate the bird? Okay. I'm
0: assuming he infiltrated
1: the bird. <laughs> I, so, it must be a brother. Yeah. I'm guessing it's Gunner. No,
0: I'm guessing it's Mason.
1: I know, that's my first guess, but like... Oh, it's always the person
0: you most medium suspect. It's never the most or the least.
1: Okay, so not yet, not today. So he infiltrated it. Did he take the note off? Yes. Okay. Too easy. All right, someone's a traitor, and that sets us up for A Vow of Thieves. And I believe there is a little couple pages sneak peek as well, but I I haven't read read that yet. So, ooh, what could possibly happen? Theories, Kenzie, theories.
0: I think... Oh, I Who was know. banging on the door? The, one of the... Lit, Paxton and his leaves.
1: Sure. I mean, uh, yeah, really, that's the one of the most unresolved things. It's like, Paxton was a bit of a nuisance.
0: And he was obviously, like, yeah, set up that it was going to be something.
1: And, like, he's sus with the king, and we're always wary of him. But it must have more implications now that, um... The Ballengers
0: have, like, yeah, and also because it has been weeks since Jace has left, yeah, true, it would have taken forever, yeah, it was like I'm assuming maybe three weeks,
1: and plus, you know, being holed up in the cell and also, um, the being interviewed, I guess,
0: yeah, and now they have to come back, so
1: yeah, oof, plenty of time has passed, plenty of time for mayhem. Well, I suppose now Kazi making well, taking Jace with her was a huge sign of weakness that the Parche, you know, can't handle himself and can't handle these sort of threats. Yeah. So someone has decided now's the time to strike.
0: I think, yeah, there was plans in place the whole time and they were just, yeah, waiting. Yeah, for, for time this type. They probably,
1: probably weren't expecting Kazzy yeah, to take him. Yeah, and I him. think
0: that's why um, Phineas was like, burn that room with all our plans of the weapons in it.
1: Yeah. Cause obviously Paxton might get a hold of it and use it for himself. So with fantasy books and stuff, and even in like just modern books, like when people talk about business and stuff, it's always vague. It's like we're making a profit. Yeah. We're,
0: we've got. It's like where is the money stock. coming from? I don't understand. Yeah. It's
1: like yeah. Whereas I'm someone who's like I have to explain every little thing, but then we eventually get to learn that the the weapons were just like a a missile launcher, yeah. essentially rocket yeah. launcher. But in a world of magic, like, you really think a rocket launcher is the best you could do? <laughs> like, I thought it was more, on. like, just an uh, OP uh, crossbow. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe yeah. I missed a bit of a description. I just read the, you know, on his shoulder, a bit of a kickback. Yeah. So it could be a very powerful crossbow. Yeah. But it had a pretty good explosion. So it could yeah. be both, I yeah. guess. But, yes, very keen now to read yeah, the next because one. I'd like
0: it to be Mason because I think that's set up really well because he's adopted and maybe he's, like i was never really one of you or something and like with paxton
1: yeah ooh, very interesting and like mason was also very pissed at like sonove as well and like and kazzy and stuff betraying the family yeah huge family values throughout this book as well yes and protect uh (laughs) protect the family what The very Godfather vibes. Yeah. I assume this is what Godfather is about. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know. God, fa- fantasy Godfather. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. It's a very bold accusation. But yes, very interesting. But yeah, ultimately, it is more of a love story. It's not as, like, action-packed. Like, yeah, the labor hunters and Kazi capturing her quarries and all that. Like, they're the most action-packed yeah. we've got. Like, and it's I not very also violent. also that's going to
0: be more to do with Kazi. Because when... Um Verlyn Jace's mum asked, Oh, is Cassie short for Cassie Myra? Yeah. And Kazzy was like, nah, but it is. Yeah. And I was like, what
1: yeah. why line? Mm. I suppose she didn't want to give anything away. I suppose she wasn't gonna meant to try and form attachments. But yeah, ultimately at the end of the day, it's just so funny. It's like the family is so likable and they're so nice. Yeah. And it's like ugh. I felt for Jelaine, though, because, like, she felt like she betrayed the family, running her mouth. But, again, she's, like, 16, though. Yeah. So she's Cassie's age, and she seems, like, a very, like, she seems very teenager in terms of brain development, and yet Cassie is all, like, you know, a s- super-skilled soldier. Yeah, no, but Cassie's like, had that the- trauma, you know? Oh, true, you know, <laughs> yeah. she had to yeah. defend for that's herself. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, very, that's very fair. <laughs> I sound dumb now. Yeah. Um, that's very i suppose it's a very good comparison to the two i mean, i'm sure jelaine will have a moment in the next book perhaps mm. in order to th- somehow redeem herself yeah. i don't feel like she betrayed anybody like she was no, she was just talking to a guy that liked her yeah she was confiding in her lover yeah and it was already known that Gunnar runs his mouth and he was a part of it but like he never got like the shitty end of the stick either yeah do you think it was cruel of Jace to be like, to Jelaine, like, look at these people? Because everyone was, like, scuffed up at dinner. Yeah, look at her. She's like, what, you look at these yeah. people. It's like, that's so harsh. Look at what you've done. You don't betray the family. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, back and forth, lying, deception, manipulation, the tension, ugh, it was so good.
0: I, what would you like to see in the sequel? I would like to see a Jace and Cassie wedding. <laughs> Seventeen and nineteen. Come it's in. fine. It's if back in if the this
1: day. wasn't if this wasn't set up as like a in like a month
0: time jump almost, yeah.
1: I wouldn't have minded seeing them at like like
0: 23, 24, 25. Yeah, because I want to know how long Kazi and Party were at Tours Watch because I think they were there for months. Yeah, that's my impression. But yeah,
1: I think well, a vow is a very like ceremonial thing yeah. as well. It's a very like Strong commitment esque, but perhaps it could be a vow to re- to reve- uh, revenge. Maybe and all that because type of stuff, Jace perhaps. does that
0: thing where he like uh, spills his blood on the coins as an offering to the gods. Oh uh, yeah, like a Maybe, blood. Yeah, oh, what if was they it? Blood do like, a blood oath, yeah, to each other.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, straight
0: away since the queens stuff, like they're lovey dovey again, which I found a bit quick. But, but this is why I was thinking that Kazi was setting it up mm. in that split moment that she took Jace. She was like, "Okay, she, it was I a can risk. like tell the queen this, and then like, convince her." Blah blah blah.
1: I mean, ultimately, I think she—it was part of their promise. Yeah. Of negotiation or she was to each yeah other. surprised
0: when she was telling the story, and she realized to the queen, and she realized she's like, "Oh fuck, like I do love him."
1: And yeah, then and he has a point. Yeah, if the
0: queen <laughs> wouldn't have let him go or whatever, I think that's when Cassie would have broken him out in the middle of the night and been like, "I'm coming with you." And
1: I think maybe a liaison and ambassador title kind of gives her a bit of protection as well because now the queen does have a bit of jurisdiction over the area, so, like, no funny business Mm. in terms of, like, espionage and violence. Um, But, yeah, what would I like to see happen in the second book? Probably we're going to learn a lot more about, like, obviously Paxton and whatever he's doing. I'm curious as to find out who the traitor is. Mm. It is probably going to be Mason. (laughs) Because I completely forgot he was adopted until you pointed it out. I'm like, but do we want that, like, adopted, <laughs> I never felt like a family, uh, a part know. of the family trope vibe? No. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who is attacking them. It'd probably be whoever attacked, who hired Fertig or whoever it is when they were building the settlement. Because, yeah. Oh, it was like a Devereux, this Devereux person. Yeah, They're, they're linking it to, that's right, because it was a letter from the king that um Kazi nicked. So yeah, very interesting. Again, like just a web of like what's gonna happen. I like it. I like it a lot. And again, it's not heavy on like the magic and like the fantasy creatures because there were a couple of creatures, but like yeah, it's not focused on that.
0: Yeah, it's fantastic story writing as well.
1: It's it's very political and mind gamey and who do you trust? And Mm -hmm. I like. Same, very much. I think we got it covered. Yeah. I think we've done well. We have.
0: We're very proud of. I this know.
1: Song. I've been very nervous about this book. I don't know why. I've just been very excited to read it, because I think since I started reading Akatar, I think this was one of the first books I bought since starting my re- re-read, restarting my reading journey. So I've ha- I think I got this in like September or October last yeah. year, and it's just been sitting there waiting, ever so patiently. I feel like
0: I was overwhelmed when I opened it. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. Like it's a thick book, and the writing is small.
1: Yeah, I reckon it would be like if it was like a bit bigger text, it'd be like 650 pages
0: yeah. at least probably. But then the audiobook, I think it was like 12 hours, so I listened over a week at wo- over this week at work.
1: It's a fair effort uninterrupted. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. Interesting, interested to see how it progresses. Yes. And it is strictly a duology, so it will be the second and final book. Yeah, good. Just clean up. Yeah, perhaps we'll indulge in the Revenant series, the Remnant
0: chronicles in the future but yeah i love it love it love it um anyway as always thanks for listening uh find us at letterbox book club everywhere if you find us one place you'll find us in all the places Yep. and yeah tune in for this one and hopefully tune in again for the sequel next week awesome thanks guys keeping your out thanks everyone bye